Alright, we can get started. Welcome back to Adventure Adva with Advantage, Episode 3. So, last time, the party uh, had continued their adventure in the sewers beneath Esserim, looking for why there are some strange creatures coming out of it. And uh, as they did that, I just realized I didn't have my dice here. Now. Okay, good. Um, they eventually found that there was, after running into a gelatinous cube, uh, they found that there was a large creature sitting in the sewers that was basically just consuming a bunch of potions and alchemy crap that had been thrown down there, and it was just some monstrosity of a creature. Uh, and they surmised after defeating it that that's probably what was happening, was that the potions and leftover alchemy bits were getting into the water, which the creatures in the sewers were consuming, turning them to horrible monstrosities. Um, so they made their way out, and where we left off, you guys had just exited the sewers, and um, that was it. You made your way to the top, and I have a little snippet. So, you guys exit the sewers of Esrim, shielding your eyes as they adjust to the bright light. You breathe in deeply as you inhale the fresh air, glad to be out of the nasty, dank smells of the sewers. Ships pass by along the river, making their way to the Grey Docks as the crews prepare to unload their goods. It appears to be late in the afternoon. You can see stores are winding down their trade as they prepare to close up shop for the night. Off in the distance, you see a large storm that's rolling in as the winds begin to pick up around you. As you take in the moment, you see two guards standing on either side of the sewer entrance, one a halfling male, the other a dark-skinned woman. These are the guards that let you pass when you were going down there initially. Um, the woman looks to you and says, Good. You made it out. I assume things went well? Uh, yeah. You could say that. Just we're, a few we're, we're a experiences. Yeah, I mean, just, just a few. Here and there. <laughs> and Single digits. Laughs to herself and says, Well, I'm glad to hear it. Captain Doring asked me to um, escort you guys to him once you had made your way out. Okay. Please. Um, could we take I, a detour maybe and get a bath first? Because <laughs> we're kind of covered in sewer junk. I mean, I mean, if your captain's cool with that, that's fine. But you she know. kind of, kind of like covered her nose and says, "Yes, I do think you need a bath." But Captain Doring said it was of the utmost importance that you meet with him right away. Uh, I comply. <laughs> All right. I follow so, suit. Um, you guys can see Flowscape right now, right? Yeah. Sharing it. All right, cool. So, yeah, you guys are here. Make your way out of the sewer entrance, and she leads you down along the path. Do, 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 down to the guard house right here. So, she leads you guys down the stone path um, as you pass the merchant shops. The wind continues to pick up as you guys follow behind her. Uh, you soon arrive at the guardhouse where you guys initially met Captain Doring, and she leads you inside. There you see some guards who are finishing up their shifts, heading home as they bid farewell to their companions, as you see some others making their way out. Um, as you enter inside and start making your way through, um, the guard who's leading you stops a woman uh, who seems to be heading out on her shift. She has short black hair um, and carries a sword at her side. And uh, as she heads out, the woman that's leading you says, Kiara, stay safe out there. Looks like a storm's coming. And the woman says, Oh, Jareem, I'll be fine. Thank you very much, though. You know I always stay safe. As she continues past and heads outside. 
Um, Who is that? She says, oh, that was just a friend. Um, so she, she says, let's go. We must, um, Captain Doring is waiting to hear from you. So she leads you guys through a few more doors up to a large oak door, which she knocks on. And from inside, you hear a familiar voice say, come in. And uh, so she pushes open the door, and you see Captain Doring sitting at a large desk. He has a quill in his hand as he has a, bu- a few scrolls nearby. Um, and Jareen, who you found out is her name from the other woman, um, kind of so. What was the name? Jareen. Jareen. Yeah. J A R E E N. Exactly, what? like tearing dream. But without the tan. Exactly. Um, I did okay. meant to say this woman, she um, has darker skin and black hair kind of pulled back into a ponytail. Um, you've only seen a few people with darker skin like that. Uh, so anyways, uh, as you guys enter, Captain Doring stands to his feet and he says, Ah, good to see you guys made it back. So I also salute what she said. Oh, okay. He, he salutes you guys and says, At ease. He says, Jareen, that will be all. And she uh, makes her way out as Captain Doring uh, motions for you guys to have a seat nearby. I take a seat. Uh, Yeah, sure. Take a seat. Um, Kind of give him a quizzical look, though, because obviously we're filthy and we're sitting down (laughs) in these chairs that weren't before. I look over at uh, Levy and I tell him, do not worry about being dirty. <laughs> this is nothing compared to the exercises I used to do back when in my military days. But, but yes, but but I mean, uh. one, thing, one thing I remember from my training is worry not about how you smell, but always remember that the job must be done first, and we got to make sure this is done first. I go, like super, I, I go like I go I go super like military mentality on him <laughs> for that little section. Meanwhile, Captain Doring's just waiting for you guys to finish your conversation. Yep. <laughs> okay. Sorry, right. Captain. I apologize. He says, no worries. He says, I do suggest you guys take a bath after this. Please. Kind of chuckles to himself. He says, so, I assume you guys were successful down there? Uh, yeah, we were. Um, found, uh, Found a couple of things down there. A couple of corpses, a couple of multi-headed animals. Um, gelatinous cubes. Gelatinous cubes. He kind of leans back in the seat and he's like, oh, yes, I may have forgot to mention that. Did you guys not? Oh, know it's, 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 it's fine, really. Really, it's great. No <laughs> they're <problem>. dead. <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, they're dead. Okay. Well, it's good to know. <laughs> there, as in there was multiple... It's like, oh yes, there are two gelatinous cubes in these sewers beneath this room right now. Uh, sounds like update, there's, there's one. one. Yeah, All right, only one. Well, I'll yeah, be sure we to let the Masons Guild know. I don't think they'll be very happy about that, but... Well, we were not informed that they belonged to the city. We, we... That is true. Um, yeah. I thought you might have known that, but I guess not. That's all right. Uh, so we found down there uh, looked like um, looked like someone was dumping uh, alchemical supplies, and some kind of monster was 
made of junk, it looked like, was uh, was consuming these, and all sorts of animals down there were consuming these things, and ended up just mutating them, transforming them. And they breathed fire for some yeah, reason. That one, yeah, breathed, <laughs> breathed fire. That was... He, he kind of nods his head, like, just listening. He's like, hmm. Well, sounds like I'll need to be... Um, sending a strongly worded letter to the Alchemist Guild. That is illegal to dump substances into the sewers. Everyone knows that, but it sounds like somebody is not following the rules and has caused quite a bit of trouble. Um, from what we know about this place that we're at, could we tell... Because you, you said when we were down there and we were fighting the actual creature, there was light coming from above it, right? That area? Yes. Would we be able to ascertain the location on the top side of the city if we walked around, or uh, would think, we know yeah, that already? If you walked around, you could probably figure it out. Kind of just walking around the area and saying, okay, you know, we went down this direction kind of thing. You don't think you could figure that out right now without kind of walking around. It's, you've not really walked around the merchant's quarter too much. Maybe if, we could uh, uh, show them. Yeah, if you would like, we can probably show you where... We saw the chemicals through the top side of the city. Maybe it can better help you understand where these chemicals might have come from. He kind of like nods his head. He's like, I think that sounds like a good idea. Shall we? Yeah. He's to his feet. Yes, sir. He's like, I'll let you guys lead the way. Are you sure you want to stand downwind of us? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I've heard there's a storm coming in, so I think I'll be good. Ah, so we won't have to go to the bath then. <laughs> Mother Nature will bathe us. That is one way to do it. I'm anyways. good. Uh, so what I would like to do is basically head to the entrance of the sewers. Okay. So yeah, so you guys, let me get in flow scape. All right, so you guys make your way. Ooh, little laggy. Back through the merchant's quarter. Oh wow, it's really laggy right now. Then FPS. So basically, yeah. Ooh. All right, make your way back to the sewer entrance. Yes. Yeah, so what I would like to do is basically follow, like on a one-to-one -one basis, follow the path that would take us basically to that room. And according to what you told us and what we saw, we could basically just walk straight into that room since there is should be no gates blocking our way up here, right? So you're wanting to walk above ground, right? You're not wanting to go down. No, we're not going down. We're gonna we wanted to show him above ground basically gotcha. like where okay. we would say um, go it's ahead. right here. Go ahead and roll an intelligence check. Oof, not my strong suit. <laughs> I mean I'm since strong. we're all there, could we assist him? Uh, yeah, you could assist him. Um, he would have advantage on the roll if you want to assist him. How, how do you want to yeah. assist him? Uh, like, help him remind, uh, like, because I've been taking notes and stuff like this through this okay. whole journey, so, you know, maybe some of my notes would come in helpful. Maybe okay. he's like, remember, it's this way, and then, like, around here. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and roll with Ooh. advantage. Okay, one of them was a three, but the better roll was an 18 minus one, so 17. 17, Okay. So, as you kind of walk the merchant's quarter, right, wind picking up as the storm's rolling in, uh, you realize kind of 
tracing back the way you guys went after, you know, you were in the slug room, then you went down a little bit, or actually, I guess it was to your right a little bit. Um, you eventually find your way to the center of these trees, which uh, basically are surrounded, which you can't see very well right now, but are kind of surrounded by all these merchant stalls. Would there be some kind of, like, a uh, yeah, so, rate or something? Yep, so in the middle here, the trees are a little thick. Where is it? There's a little clearing. You're a little thick. <laughs> wow, thanks. But yeah, so basically there is a little clearing in the... Um, trees that you do see a great and that, that where you that's think. exactly yeah that's where I would point and say I believe this might be the uh, the room underneath where we fought that creature where all the chemicals were being disposed of and he kind of like peers down into the great see if he can see anything and he stands back up and he's like well looks like maybe there was a um Merchant stall who's throwing some items into the uh, grate here. Might have to look around tomorrow morning and see if we can figure out who's doing that. Do I smell a stakeout coming on? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just us. <laughs> <laughs> no, says, but it well, would be nice steak. He says, well, that might be official guard duty. Doesn't sound like something that you guys need to worry about. As far as I know, you guys were just concerned with figuring out what was going on down in the sewers, right? Yes. Yes, sir, and we did take care of that uh, monster problem with that creature. Well, that's good to hear. Hope it didn't give you guys too much trouble. No trouble at all. And I just, like, stand tall and proud, but (laughs) you can tell that I've been badly injured. Make a deception (laughs) check. (laughs) Oh, come on. Doesn't you have like four HP? Does your foot I ha- did you hurt your foot during the fight? Is that what happened? I hurt my Yeah, I hurt my foot during the fight. My oh. big toe hurts. Is that what it you is? You said deception? <laughs> deception, yes. Where's my Oh there it is. Oof. Ten. Ten flat. Alright. Yeah. He can tell you're lying, but <laughs> he kinda he kinda like nods to you. You can tell he kind of. In my mind, I'm like, right come it. on, man, just let, just let me have this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, well, I appreciate your assistance. Um, you know, I don't know when we would have been able to get down there. With all these politics going around, it makes it difficult to get good work done. But I'm glad you boys were able to take care of it for us this time. The city owes you a debt of gratitude, and I am thankful for your assistance how about a debt of money (laughs) (laughs) he kind of chuckles and he's like well when I understand you'll be getting paid for the job from the Goblin Gazette so I think that should be more than enough for what you need I kind of like just roll my eyes a bit (laughs) but but I try not to show it because I'm you know I show respect to uh, the higher-ups in military. <laughs> okay. Knowing I smell like pure garbage, I aggressively shake his hand and then bring him in for a tight hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. He, yeah, so you, you shake him, shake his hand, give him a hug, and he kind of like steps back, and he's like, well, thank you for that, as he kind of like dusts off his jacket. He's a very, well, very put-together guy. 
So. He seems like a very, he sounds like a very put together guy. <laughs> Good friend, Luke. And he's like, well, if there's anything else you guys need, you know where to find me. Um, don't be surprised if I come looking for you. Might need some extra help sometime to get things done. Hopefully paying help next time. And he's like, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> he smiles and he goes, well, have a good night, boys. I will see you around. And he turns around and makes his way you, back to the garden. Uh, before he leaves, I also wish him a good night and I uh, salute one final time. All right. He salutes you back and says at ease as he turns around and makes his way back. Uh, when he gets far enough, I'm just like, stingy ass. <laughs> um, yes, do we know anything about like weather systems like you said a storm's coming should we be concerned um, you guys were here for maybe a day or two before you all teamed up so uh, it's just it seems to be a regular storm from what you know not like any torrential so Esterum is located in the abundant plain um not near the oceans. I can share it with you, actually. I made sure I brought up the map. Here, let me switch it over. Hey, look, it's a map. Bam, there we go. So yeah, so SRM is, if you guys can see it very well, right here. What's it look like on the stream? Eh, it's all right, you can kind of see it right here. So it's kind of located in the heartland of the abundant plain of um, Ethane. So you're, it's not near, like, the coast or anything like that. So we're near the mountains. Yep. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, um, so should we it... head back to the Goblin Gazette, guys? Sure. Uh, do we want to clean so. up first? I believe yeah, presentable we'll for our new employers. <laughs> I want to make it known. Um, I I feel like our story is not complete. But, I had a um, suspicion, but at the same time, I I am pretty beat to shit right now. <laughs> from from what I feel, I agree with you. Um, it seems suspicious that these chemicals were dropped down there in a specific place to make a monster transform things that way. So seems almost intentional. My suspicion was there might be more than one. That's that's definitely possible. All right. Um, so clean up and then go see Goblin Gazette. Yeah. All right. Uh, great. At at the beginning, you told us we had rooms provided for us, or we were to provide our own rooms, or. Um, I don't remember. We were what staying I at a. Uh, Grogard mentioned to you that they do provide housing for employees. Oh yeah, and this and this was our initial test run, so we're not official employees. Yeah, so he didn't um, give you. But didn't we have a room guys, at the yeah, inn? You guys are staying at. There are a few inns around town, and you guys are staying there. Um, but yeah, he didn't give you the location that you guys would be staying at. Um, you figure he might give you that information if you head back to him. So, do you guys want to head back, or should we just pay out of pocket for 
room so we can clean ourselves. Uh, is, is, do we happen to know if there's like a bathhouse or something in town? Or did we see one while we were walking around? Like a public bathhouse? Yeah, like a public bath or something. Um, you've not seen one. Uh, you guys, like I said, haven't been in town that long. Um, but you've not seen one. You could maybe ask around if you want to find one. I'm bad with directions, guys. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, apparently he needs some help. But, uh... <laughs> So I, I would prefer before, you know, meeting the Goblin Gazette that we, you know, look at least a little presentable. What feel, time of day feel... is it right now, though? Uh, so it is, like I said, it's getting to be late, late afternoon. You're thinking probably around 4, 5 o'clock. You can, like I said, you can see a lot of the shopkeeps are closing down for the night and heading off to wherever they're staying. We found 90 gold, right? Yeah, uh, we did. It was around that. It was like 85. You were, you were holding on to that one? Okay. And I'll dish out 30 to each of them. Okay. Ooh. And then... Oh, and... Uh, Levy and I found a, a red gem. Yeah, we should go check this out maybe uh, maybe tomorrow and figure out if we can... what If it does anything or if, you know, we can sell it. Maybe get it appraised. Yeah, exactly. The distance you guys hear the thunder starting to roar in the distance let's uh let's let's get inside quickly um shall we should we, should we uh just convene for the night kind of like go back to our inn clean up and then you know see the goblin gazette early in the morning because i mean they're probably bound to be closing down relatively soon yeah stitch up some wounds yeah, exactly I agree. I agree with that okay um, all right, so you guys, um, you are you all wanting to stay in an inn together, or you want to? Yeah, just for. I, I'm fine staying with you guys if you want. Um, I I don't have a room yet. Do you, if you happen to have a recommendation for where you guys were staying, because uh, you guys were in here a couple of days before me. Let's just. Sure. Let's where just... was I staying, DM? <laughs> yeah, DM. So there, are few, there are a few inns around town, but the one that you guys were staying at was called the Balding Bard, and the reason you were staying there is because it is next door to the Goblin Gazette. That's where Let's... we were staying. Let's we go were there. staying at that place. <laughs> the Balding right. Bard. The sewer fumes, they, they made me temporarily forget. <laughs> Alright, so you guys make your way past the... Uh, Merchant shops and to the bowling bard, which is this building right here. Um, as you guys get inside, you can hear in the distance the rain beginning to make its way toward town as you guys just step inside. Let me pull up my notes real quick. Guys, one room, two rooms, three rooms. Before warned, <laughs> I am a loud snorer. Uh, I can get my arm. I have no problem with that. All right, so you guys enter in. Um, as you enter in, let me switch up the music. There we go. You guys hear that? It's like babbling brook and bird. should be changing. No, I should be hearing like fire roaring wind blowing i hear fire there you go all right cool got it all right so you guys as you guys enter in um kind of from the outside it's a very dimly lit 
Um, inn has a rustic interior, dark wood lines the walls, as well as a few beautifully painted pieces of art, and even some weapons and armors hung up around the area. Um, a fire roars in the hearth as the sound of conversation and laughter fill the air. Uh, near the front of the tavern, to your left, is a stage. You see some musicians up there playing. Um, and in the center of the tavern is a large bar which contains every sort of liquid or liquor you can imagine. Uh, you see some barmaids making their way throughout, um, serving guests who are sitting around at tables. Uh, it seems like it's a pretty popular place tonight. Um, as you see patrons, you know, shouting, laughing, eating, drinking, doing whatever they need to do. Um, at the bar, you do see a larger uh, man as he sits there conversing with some of the other patrons. Um, answering drink requests, stuff like that. So the bartender? Yes, you're assuming. Got it. I approach. All right. So you approach the bartender. He is a larger man, has a large brown bushy beard. Um, he is bald. Uh, and as you get closer, he... You're describing me right now. <laughs> He looks just like you. <laughs> uh, he's As he sees you guys approaching, he leans forward on the bar and he's like, kind of opens his arm to wide. He's like, welcome, welcome to the Balding Bard. He's like, how may I assist you boys? Three rooms, please. Three rooms for the night. All right, will those be separate rooms? All right. And he like pulls out a small little book as he starts to like go through it. And he says, all right, that will be um, 10 gold apiece. Oh, <laughs> that's expensive. Uh-huh. Does this well, come with the, a meal? Yes, the room, <laughs> buying a room comes with um, food and drink. Do we, okay. So continental breakfast. Yes. <laughs> After the first drink, though, that's the first one's on the house with the room. The rest of them are not. Uh, I uh, I slide him my ten gold piece. I ask him for some wine in the key, and I'm on my way. (laughs) I I pass him that as well, and then I'm gonna ask him for his like strongest drink. All right, so whatever will get you messed up. All right, so Elamir he grabs the key, hands it to you. He's like, "Do you want the bottle or just a glass?" Just the glass. All right, so he pours you a glass of wine, hands it over to you and um, looks over to Levy and he's like strongest drink you've got, huh? Or I've got. Mm-hmm. He like turns around, kind of rummages around for a bit um, finds a tankard pours a dark liquid into it let see if we can find it um, yep, dark liquid uh, quite frothy uh, and he kind of scoots it towards you, and he says, this one will put some hair on your chest, and kind of laughs to himself. Oh, good, it's bald! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he looks over to you, Seal Scar, and he's like, what can I get you? So I ha- I slap my ten gold, and are, uh, are both Elamir and Levi still down, or have they gotten up already? Uh, so he, he has to show you guys to your rooms. He's getting your order, your drinks, and then he's going to show you. All right, so I just tell him to give me, to give me whatever, uh, whatever the popular drink around here is. I'll take one of those. Okay. He turns around, 
This one's a bit of a lighter looking ale as he um, pours it, slides it over to you. And he's like, well, if you guys don't, boys don't need any food, just follow me and I'll take you to your rooms. Also, can you also include a glass of milk with that? He kind of looks at you for a second. He's like, all right, just give me one second. As he, um, you see him kind of move to the back room as milk is not something that most people are coming here to get. He comes back with a glass of milk. He's like, all right, would you like me to show you to your rooms? Please. Yes, please. All yes, right. please. Uh, and he kind of calls over one of the um, barmaids who doesn't seem to be busy at the moment, and she kind of tells her what rooms you guys have as she leads you guys upstairs. Um, go up some, you know, fine wooden steps. As you guys enter, you can or get to the second floor. You hear the distant chatter and laughter of the patrons who are there for the night as she kind of, you know, walks up to the first room and says, here's one of your rooms, whoever would like it, and she continues to do that for each of you guys. Alright, uh, once she gets me to my room, I give her a, I, like, toss her a gold piece. She's like, thank you, sir, she, like, does a little curtsy, and then makes her way back downstairs. Cool. I, I went to my room. All right, so yeah, you guys get into your rooms. Um, you don't find that there, there's not a shower or anything in this in these rooms. Um, you could maybe ask to see if there is a bathhouse or something in the inn. Um, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't something that you would ask down there. Yeah, so once I'm in my room, I dispose of the drink, and I just enjoy my milk. <laughs> All right. Um... Um, as soon as I see that there's no shower, I'd like to, I'd like to go out and ask if there's a bath, or at least find someone that works there. Okay. Um, yeah, so you go downstairs, um, grab one of the barmaids, and she says, you know, if you need some, something they can bring, um, a bath tub, a tub for you to bathe yourself in up to the room, if you'd like. Yes, please. Okay. I go down and ask for the same thing. <laughs> you guys are like passing each other in the hallways. Hey, doing this. Hey. What's up? <laughs> Hello. Alright. Elamir, are you bathing yourself or no? Just gonna enjoy the stench. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll follow suit. Okay. Alright. So, yeah, you head down. They tell you the same thing. After, you know, about 20 minutes, you guys each get a wooden tub in your room that you find that you could probably bathe yourself in and a few like a large bucket of water for you guys to bathe yourself and get the stench off alright is that you guys have anything else you want to do before you go to bed uh, I want to eat but doesn't I don't really need to do anything else while okay. I'm eating alright so yeah you mentioned to one of the barmaids that you want some food brought to your room and she brings yep. it up eat it head to bed after yep. that I, and I then I'd like to just Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, I also have dinner and the sort before heading off to the land of dreams. <laughs> all right, so you guys all take a nice there's, long there's rest. one thing else I want to do, be like right yep. before I fall asleep, I'd like to just kind of like uh, write in a journal, kind of like catalog my events that happened today. Just make sure, okay. you know, you don't I like to report stuff down. I just want to make sure that, you know, I have everything fresh. Okay. And so Oh, yeah. So one thing I forgot to mention is uh, I talked. I also asked one of the barmaids if they, by any chance, would it be capable of if they have 
or could sell me a like a small little box or if they have like a small little box available like to like give to like, keep like a, a small like crate or something like not crate but like a like a jewelry box kind of thing kind of, maybe a little bigger okay um you you ask and she's like um no sorry i I don't think we have anything that we could just give away. You might be able to purchase something tomorrow morning if you'd like. There I appreciate are lots of merchant it. stalls around. Thank you for your help, then. All right. I go to sleep. All right. All right. So you guys get any missing hit points back? Um, I think you get you get a certain amount of hit die. I think it's like half your hit die or something like that. Yep. But I think you should. You both all should. I think you guys only spent a little bit, so. I only spent two, so I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> one short now. All right, so you guys get it all back. You let the dreams take you as you sleep straight through the night, through the storm, and you guys awaken the next day. Bright-eyed, I snore very loudly. Hungry and ready to start your day. What would you like and to do? And sober. <laughs> and sober, that's right. You just drank some milk. He needs some milk. <laughs> that, was a, um, that was a strong I'll drink. wander down to get food from the tavern. Okay. I go downstairs as well, and I see Elamir down there already. Yeah, so you, so Steel Scar, you head downstairs. You see Elamir already down there eating some food. Um, there are a few other patrons, you know, who are probably people who had stayed here for the night as well. Um, just eating, some conversing, some sitting to themselves, trying to wake themselves I call, up. I call the barmaid over and I'm like, I'll have what he's having, and point to Elamir. All right. So she heads to the back and brings you out what Elamir's eating, which is just some, looks like some eggs, small piece of meat, and some bread. Um, and she's like, uh, would you like me to put this on a tab for you guys? Sure. She's like, all right, I will do that. And she kind of scurries off. See her write something down over at the bar. Uh, do any of the people, um, I guess listening out, do I hear any chatter kind of regarding the sewers or maybe some rumors or talk of the town, anything piqued my interest? Uh, you could roll a roll a perception check, see what you can hear. Sorry, I'm gonna push to talk tonight. Twenty. <laughs> oh, good. Twenty. Okay. Um, so you kind of sit there, right, kind of looking around, trying to see if you can pick out anything, hear anything. Um, you do kind of hear mentions about the sewers, um, but just you know, there's a small two men sitting off to your left, who, after listening in for a little bit, you hear one of them kind of lean forward and go. You know, I heard that there was some creatures down in them sewers. Wondering why the guards have it blocked off. And then you hear the other one kind of lean forward, and he's like, Yeah, well, I'm sure there's a good reason. No reason to stick your nose in business where it don't belong. Um, and you kind of hear him going back and forth. Uh, you also hear um, what looks to be some guards who are sitting off in the far corner. 
um, and they seem to be conversing, um, talking about just their watch. Um, you kind of hear, as you're listening in, you hear one of them kind of whispering in a very hushed tone, uh, but you can't exactly make out what he's saying. Okay. Um, could I get closer without it being obvious? Uh, you could certainly try. I would like to try. All right. Um, go ahead and roll a... Go ahead and roll a... Let's say, are you trying to be sneaky getting over there or just not obvious? Just not obvious. Okay. Um, Go ahead and roll a... So maybe if there's like... Deception check? A spot at the bar to sit closer. Okay. You go ahead and roll deception check. So they're not sitting at the bar. Um, They're sitting kind of off in a corner. But you just wanted to get closer to them, right? Did you say deception or perception? Deception. Basically, you're you're wanting to look like you're not really... Okay. So, yeah, so you kind of move closer, kind of, you know, make your way up to the bar, try to listen in. Um, but as they, one of them kind of glances over at you and you see him kind of like tell the other one to be quiet as they kind of sit back in their seats and continue their breakfast. Okay, so nonchalantly, I uh, I guess I go to the, the barmaid and... Just say, never mind, I'll, I'll pay that tab now. And so I go ahead and pay that off and make my way back to the seat. Okay. That is um, one gold for you. All right. All right, so you make your way back. Yeah, when I'm done with my meal, I call the the, the barmaid over and also ask her to charge, uh, to pay for my meal. Okay. <laughs> Because I never did say I was going to put a tap. I love your set. Well, she was asking both of you, but that's fine. Oh. She's like, oh, never do asked. you not know what a tap is? <laughs> oh. I know what a tap yeah. is. I never I never gave you an answer, though. <laughs> She's oh, my apologies. All right, so you pay for your food. Uh, yes, sir. So, all right. After they've paid, can I come down? You know, like, finally, yeah. you know, waking up a bit late. I mean, you had to make sure you look pretty today, right? Oh. You gotta look pretty. Yeah. Keep up um, the looks. I'd like to get. I'd like to ask the barmaid for something for to eat. Okay. So. Um, she so gets can you. I, oh, good. Can I get something sweet? I like some. I'd like some kind of you know, something sweet for the morning. She's like, um, I could bring you some maybe biscuits and jam or something like that. Oh yeah, that that that'd be that'd be that'd be fine. Thank you. All right. So you see her. Head back to the um, kitchen, come back out a few minutes later with a small platter with about two biscuits on it and some jam. Okay. Um, how much are these? Uh, she says, uh, these will be... <laughs> the money. Expensive. <laughs> Super expensive. 40 gold. No. Uh, oh. Just 10 copper for these. All right. Here you go. Thank you. All right. So a silver. <laughs> so you just pay her and she... Um, just continues her work. Are you going to sit by them? Yeah. Or are you sitting by yourself? Okay. So you guys see as Levy comes, makes his way to your table, sits down, looks put together, clearly spent time combing his hair in the morning. Fancy one, aren't you? Uh, I just want to look sharp, you know? Want to impress the employer. 
<laughs> I'm company man. It is yes, true. Ma maybe they can reimburse us for all this food and stuff. Exactly. Maybe. I never thought about it like that, but you might make a good point. <laughs> so, um, I guess, Levy, are you planning on doing the talking to boss man here? Sure, I have no problem. Uh, since, you know, it's kind of on me to be reporting back of what we're doing. Um, yeah, very well. I, I have no problem with that. I was planning on talking to them anyways. Kind of give them a rundown of what we did and where we went. All right. Um, I have a couple of my notes. I hold up a little journal kind of like that I wrote down last night, you know, trying to make sure I had all my thoughts together before we went and talked with them. All right. Are you guys going to uh, go over there? Finish up. I'm ready to follow when you guys are ready. Yeah. Um, this time of the day, are the markets busy? Um, you don't know exactly what time it is because you've not stepped outside yet, but as people the kind of, yeah, as people kind of gone in and out, and we can see from the windows, it seems like it's still pretty early in the morning. Okay. So you're not exactly sure what time it is right now. Okay. Uh, well, you said it's just next door, so I guess I'm ready to hop over. Let's head to the Gazette, then. Okay. Alright, so you guys wait a few minutes for Levy <clears> to finish his <throat> meal as you guys head out go next oh no no I can take these to go I can take them to go biscuits and marmalade <laughs> I'll take the I'll eat the first one and then take the second one on All the right. road alright so you take the leave the platter but take the biscuits with you as you guys yep. head over next door to the Goblin Gazette um, so yeah as you guys step outside uh, you can see that you know the ground still wet morning dew also from the storm the previous morning um, the sky is looking clearer um, but you can tell, you know, it's kind of the morning after storm feel. Um, and you guys make your way out the... Is it still raining? No, it's not raining, but everything's just kind of wet, damp right now. Um, doesn't look like the merchant stalls are open just yet. You can see as some of them are making their way over to their stalls, you know, starting to get their wares out, opening up the stalls, talking to each other, conversing. Um, Maybe I can go shopping after this. <laughs> Maybe get your shop on. Um, and so you guys make your way next door to the Goblin Gazette. Uh, as you guys enter in, you see the familiar layout on the bottom. Um, it's quiet. There's not, doesn't seem to be anyone working right now um, on the floor. And you guys make your way inside past the machines, for the printing machines, and up the steps. Uh, and you see Sharon sitting at the desk. And she looks up as she sees you guys and says, Oh, welcome back. Hey, Sharon. How you doing? Hello, Sharon. She's like, oh, We're here Sharon. to see Crocker. Oh, you're here to see Crocker. He actually just got in. Let me go see if he's ready. And she Thank you. Stands up, makes her way over to his office door, knocks, and then heads inside. Um, she comes back out minute later and she says uh grogard will see you now if you'd like to go inside great thank you very much all right she goes back sits at her desk as you guys enter into grogard's office you see him looking put together as always yeah. i just stand by the by the door like leaning back okay um, i uh, i'll walk up to him okay see so, yes yeah, so he's as you guys enter in 
you know, it's a familiar sight, his office, he's kind of sitting there looking through some parchment, and as he looks up, he sees you guys, he's like, well, 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 good to see you guys back. Were you successful down there? Uh, indeed we were. We were quite successful. We found out what was going on and why the guard did not want anyone going in there. He kind of like claps was, uh, his hands. He's like, excellent, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, so um, I guess we could, we could start off at the beginning. So once we He's left like, Please the... take, take a seat before we get started. Great, great, great. All right, I'll take a seat. Um, I let I let Levy do all the talking since he's the one with notes. I'll like, I'll, um, I'll pull up in my notebook and just kind of like right. thumb through him as I'm talking to him. I kind of want to explain to him. It's just like, first we start off, you know, Goblin Gazette. Everything was great. And then we si- tried to go investigate the sewers themselves. Um, from there, we were told to go find the town's guard. And um, who did you speak to at the town's guard? Uh, at the town's guard itself, um, we we spoke to a uh, Captain Doring. Oh, okay. Captain and Doring, um, he's a good man. Yeah, yes, he seemed he seemed very concerned about uh, about the the sewer uh, situation, but um, he he had mentioned that due to the politics in town. Um, he was unable to really, you know, let anyone in there or let uh, an investigation start. He kind of like so, leans back and kind of scratches his chin. He's like, "Interesting." Do you happen to yeah, say what so those too. politics were? No, we tried pressing him for it, but uh, it didn't. He didn't really go into it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't he, imagine uh, he would want to share that information. But all right, yeah. that's fine. Um. So. We worked out a deal with him to go and be let into the sewers, um, letting him know, like, hey, what's going on there, as long as we tell him what we end up finding. Mm. Um, so we thought that was a fair trade. Uh, give us access for a little bit of information that we're going to be getting anyways. And anything that, you know, they wouldn't need to know. Doesn't like necessarily it. need to be shared. Shared. So that you guys can uh, find a way to get to places you maybe shouldn't be. I like it. So, eventually, uh, we get led into the sewers, and in there we find um, a lot of pools of water, a lot of muck, a lot of dirt, a lot of ick. Didn't love that, but um, did get hit in the face with a slime ball, that was a bit of an awakening. Yeah, didn't like that one at all. But um, we ended up dealing with quite a few monsters in there. We had um, these these slime worm things that ended that popped out of the water and they were shooting slime balls at us. I don't know the proper name for the for these types of creatures. Um, we had a we had a couple of two headed rats that looked like they came from the ceiling. It was crazy. Uh, they dropped in on us and they were like, oh gosh. They're about as uh, big as a donkey, almost. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Cartes, were they really as big as a donkey? No, I think I said they were about as big as a dog. Yeah. If okay. I'm remembering right. Yeah. About about he about probably that. Doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. If, it's, if they're as big as if they're as big as a dog, I would technically know that. Yeah, probably. Because of my uh, backstory. Well, yeah, you. I, I was do. saying Grogger doesn't know that you guys are. Oh, Grogger! He doesn't actually know yeah. how big they were. Why didn't I think I was Grogger? I don't God, know. Grogger. Similar voice. <laughs> yes. 
That's why. Um, uh, we also ended up finding out that the city is keeping uh, gelatinous cubes down there um, to like, try and deal with the problem that they were having with these monsters. Smiles. He's like, did you happen to find that out before you went down there? Uh, no, no, we didn't. Uh, we killed that in there. It was like, quite a yeah. surprise. He kind of laughs to yeah. himself. Like, well, now you'll learn the value of gathering information before you go somewhere. <laughs> so, well, it's a good lesson. <laughs> I uh, before you continue, I I'm, I speak up and I'm like, well, we technically did talk to Captain Doring and. I believe he would be at fault for not sharing all the information that he knows of the city and the sewer system. True, true skills are, but we we could have asked. I mean, he says, "Well, if you didn't ask the right questions, he wouldn't know to give you the right answer." It's a good lesson for you to remember. He knew we were going into the sewers, thus he knew that they were in there. Maybe he knew that you, or he thought you knew. You can't assume anything in this line of business. You said it yourself. Assume, so he shouldn't assume that we knew. Steel car, steel. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's water under the bridge. <laughs> we, we 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 argue back and forth for a bit till <laughs> Levy cuts me off. No, go. no, no, no. It's fine. I'll, I'll I'll write a story about how epic your battle with the gelatinous cube <laughs> was. It'll be great. <laughs> I appreciate that. He's like, did you say you killed this cube? Uh, didn't have much of a choice, unfortunately. Uh, it attacked us, and I destroyed it. He kind of... Yeah. Well, all right. We might have to pay for that, but do me a favor. Don't, don't mention that in the report. No, 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 no. See, editing. Editing. There, edit. There you go. <laughs> um, and then, uh, we ended up making our way through these sewers, which ended up just winding around and then having, a doorways that looked like that they were be able to be controlled by these um, these giant wheels and they would lock uh, the gelatinous cubes into like certain um, like certain little circles basically um, ended up having to open up these doors go around inside this uh, inside the sewer eventually leading back into this main chamber where there was this monster that was being fed by alchemical supplies that were being dropped in from above. And this monster, it it looked like it was just made out of, like, vines and, like, all the other kinds of, like, crates and boxes that were down there. And it looked like it was, like, just feeding on it. Uh, and it also breathed fire. Which I know, I know it sounds kind of crazy, <laughs> but just, just hear me out. Like, it tried to eat Steel Scar, and it breathed fire. I it, it technically did swallow me up. Yeah, and it technically did burn me. Yeah, true. <laughs> you have the charred armor to show. I do have the charred armor to show. No, he does. I have yeah, some bite marks does. to show. So, also, we ended up um, finding some unconsumed and unbroken alchemical supplies, which we still have with us. Um, when he says that, I give him a look. No, no. Hmm. You, you give it to Grogan or look. to Levy? To Levy. Okay. Yeah. So, if you would like us to, we could always look into this further to see uh, if there's someone behind this. Oh, I, I look at Levy and I'm like, oh, 
I don't remember exactly the exact location where we uh, took Dory to show him through the city area where the room was. Maybe you remember it better than I do. Oh, I remember it. <laughs> because, I mean, you did guide me there, so you would probably know better than me. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 but, um, remember. <laughs> you, you'd probably be able to find your way back. <laughs> All I remember is that it's by the market stalls. There you go. It's kind of like it's it's in between in the in the trees behind them all <laughs> is where they were dumping. All right. Can we show Gragert the the potions and see if he yeah. sees anything distinct? So I just, about I, them? As I mentioned, as I'm mentioning, I want to pull them out and just be like, here, okay. the, here they are. He kind of glances at them and he kind of like waves his hand and he's like, unfortunately, I'm probably not going to be able to help you with that. You could maybe talk to Amber, see if she'd be able to help you. Um, potions aren't my strong suit. No worries, no worries, no worries. Uh, he's like, but we just wanted to, you know, give you proof. Finders keepers. <laughs> I give him a thumbs up. Parts of the job. Uh, so it sounds like someone won't be missing those. They were no. thrown into a sewer, so go ahead and keep Illegal them. dumping. There you go. Uh, so he kind of leans back after listening to everything you said, and he's like, interesting. Well, it's certainly a interesting tale. I think people will be excited to hear what was going on down in the sewers. Um, Levy, were you able to write up a report on this? Uh, I have some notes compiled. If you'd like me to file a full report, I can have that to you later today. He's like, sure, that's... Um, as part of our agreement, you guys were to discover what was going on in the sewers and deliver yep. a report on it, and then we would offer you your positions at the Goblin Gazette. So until I have that report, can't officially offer you your positions, but from the sounds of it, sounds like you guys figured out exactly what was going on down there. Um, though you may think there's a little more going on behind the scenes. Um, yeah, there might be. That's up to you if you want to look into that more, but the job was to figure out what's going on down there, and you figured out that some potions were being dumped, creating some sort of fire-breathing monster as he kind of, like, looks over at Elamir suspiciously. Uh, oh, yeah, I do tell him, um, once we showed Dor- uh, Doring about where we suspected that the chemicals were being dumped, he did say that that matter would fall under official city jurisdiction investigation. He's like, of course, of course. Well, I might have to pay Captain Doring a visit to see what exactly was going on. A curious person. Um, if you go and see him, you you just didn't hear from us that he let you in, because it's kind of a... We, we, we don't want to lose a, a source if we have a if we don't have to. What do you mean? I'm a little confused. Who are you so saying? you know, like, we we because he kind of told us he he, he let us into the let us in. Wink, wink. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't let us in. Oh. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, he did not officially let us into the He's sewers. Like, oh, good to wink, know. Wink. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So could I? Uh, is there a spot around uh, the Gazette that I could you know sit and write for a bit so I could write up this report now? Um. Because we wanted to report to you in person and then you know now. Um, Steel Scar and Elamir can do whatever they wish as I write this report. He's like, of course, of course, you are welcome to use um, the room across the hall where you guys all met first. Okay, great. Um, then I'll get right to it. Um, I'll see you guys in a bit, possibly. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Uh, okay. Who's got the gym? Um, Levy does. I think Levy does. I think I do. 
I'm not gonna be asking about it. Yeah. Take that off your hands and snoop around. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, can once I, like, we're out of the room, right? Yeah, once we're out of the room, you know, and yes. just, like, by yeah, ourselves. Okay, so, Levy, you're gonna stay here, write your report up, steal stuff. Yeah, and then I'll probably head out. You wanna head out to town, or you wanna wait? It'll probably uh, take I'm... him about an hour to write up a report. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the meantime, what I what I would like to do is basically get the potions that we picked up and maybe have uh, Elamir accompany me so we can talk to Amber about them, see what she can tell us. Okay. While All he right. writes the report. All right, that's fine. Uh, so, yeah, so Levy, you make your way into the room. Um, so you'll be in there for about an hour working on that. Um, go ahead and roll a performance check to see how well you write. Come on, Levy. <laughs> Come on, Levy. <laughs> and that one. <laughs> okay. We went to sewer. <laughs> it's just fucking spelled awful. You can no. write. You can uh, make complete sentences. The spelling's just awful. Is it just and like it really smelled bad? Like they can't read. <laughs> Uh, you, you Maybe you just up. have sloppy writing. Um, but it, you're really nervous. You know, you're you're still thinking about that slug that spat crap in your face, the giant creature that was down there. It all just kind of freaks you out, and the the thoughts come flooding back as you're writing it up. Um, it's not your finest work, but what was the total? Oh, well, uh, total. Because a nap uh, one on seven. a skill check. Okay. All right, so it's a seven. Not one on a skill check is not an automatic fail, but wonderful. <laughs> All right, it's good Daddy enough. DM plus. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can so I can I like proofread it and and maybe take a little bit more time to make sure it's like you could have someone passable. else. You could have someone else proofread it if you want, but to you. So, uh, <laughs> like, so yeah. <laughs> while he's doing that, like right before he starts, I just. I pick up the potions from the table that where he placed them, and I yeah, just yeah. So I'm like, I was so don't forget. Yeah, so don't worry. While you do yep. that, Levy, Steel Scar, and Elamir, you're gonna head downstairs. Uh, you're heading over to Amber. You want to ask her to see if she knows about the the potions. Uh, Elam Elamir picked up the gem as we all yeah, exit. Yeah, he right? has the yes. gem for me. Okay, so yeah, I uh, we walk into the um, I forgot the trait. Not the, the trading Brightstones hub. is what their name the is. The Brightstones. Yeah, the Brightstones. Yeah. There it is. It's yeah, Brightstones. The, it's located in the Goblin Gazette. Um, yes, yes, on the yes. Ground Bright... floor. All right, so you guys enter in. Um, as you walk in, you can see that Amber and Oscar had just... Looks like they just got into the office. <laughs> They're still kind of like unloading their bags and stuff. Um, and as you guys enter in, Amber sees you guys and is like, Oh, good morning, lads. How are you doing today? Good morning, uh, Mrs. Amber. Um, la- ye- yesterday we went on a mission. I recall. As you might know. And we happened to come across these uh, these vials. And we were wondering if you could help us figure out what some of these were. She says, uh, alchemy is not my strong suit, but I can certainly take a look. We would highly appreciate your help. Give me one second. Actually, that's a lie. Because she makes potions. Give me one second. 
I didn't. I had to you look liar. I was a lie. I had to, to look at my thing. Give me one second. Yeah, because last time you said she sells potions. So. Yep. I, I was yeah. about to call you out on that I too. I lied. I lied. So yeah, she so she grabs the potions, um, and she so says have... it's not my strong suit. It's my everything. <laughs> 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 Give me one second. Um, where is it? Uh, where did I write that down? Here we go. Okay, so I had mistakenly given you what some of those potions were, so I'm not going to have her take a look at those. Yeah, you. I have written down five potions that you identified, but we have four potions that we have no yep. idea. Yeah, four potions. Two orange. Yep, so you had four mysterious two pots. orange ones. Two orange and ones two, that had, like, bubbles going up in yeah. and then you had... Um, two grayish two with, like, sludge. Sludge-looking ones. All right, so yep. she grabs those, and uh, she is going to take a quick look at them. So she grabs the orange one and takes a look. All right, she kind of looks at it and she goes, well, this looks like a um, potion of fire breath. If you drink this, you'll be able to blow fire out of your mouth. That makes sense. It's pretty straightforward. I look, as soon as she says that, I just look at LME and I'm like, now, you, now we know why you got charred. <laughs> Damn trash monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then she grabs the gray-looking one, um, looks it over. All right, and so this one she says, um, and this one looks like a potion of growth. If you drink this one, you will increase your size um, for a period of time. So, so that was two of fire and two of growth? Yep, so it's two potions of fire breath and two potions of growth. Okay. She says, were you wanting I... to sell these or were you wanting to hold on to them? Uh, I, th I think we'll hold on to them. Yes, what he said. Just, all right. It might help us in our next... I can help you boys with. Uh, How do you feel at... about gemstones? She's, uh... Is that something you're knowledgeable in I don't know a whole lot about gems but I can take a look and Oscar might know a bit I, as, as, uh, as he's telling her that I tell him careful how you approach with that because her husband can get pretty mad <laughs> he gave me the look last time <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah yeah I can Just hear you <laughs> this, this is all I mean no disrespect I mean no disrespect what was that Elamir sorry I said it's all within the Goblin Gazette. I think we can trust them. All right, so you hand over the um, the gem to Amber as she takes a look at it real quick. Uh, and then she kind of hands it off to Oscar to take a look, and he kind of takes a look at it. All right, so he goes, well, it's... It's certainly a very nice, precious gem, um, but you know, not. I don't. I've not seen this before. Um, there seems to be something about it that seems a little off. And then, uh, as he says that, Amber kind of pipes up and she says, "You know, that's right. This is actually a. Um, it's a magical gem. It's called an Arcanist gem. Arcanist, Have you heard of one of those okay. before?" Uh, I have not. Do you? What, what does that mean? 
I have no affinity to magic, so okay. I know not. I rolled terribly. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, sure, so she uh, says... Or I guess, do I know what an Arcanist gem is? Uh, you could roll a... What would that be? That would probably be a... I would just say maybe an intelligence check. See if you know okay. what an Arcanist gem is. A nine. A nine. Uh, yeah, you've not heard of an Arcanist gem before. Okay. Um, is there anybody in town that you might recommend? She says, well, would you like me to tell you what an Arcanist gem is first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure maybe you knew what it was. Um, well, an Arcanist gem is a powerful, magical gemstone. Many people believe that they uh, are found along the powerful arcane ley lines that snake their way across um, Ifthane. And they have some very, let's say, they're very accepting of enchantments. Um, one of the primary uses of an Arcanist gem is to create a uh, ring of spell storing. If you're familiar with those. What? <laughs> I, uh, not, Levy, you're not here. <laughs> well, I, I know. Intelligence I know. Check. <laughs> to do what? To see, do I know what that ring is? What a ring of oh, spell storing is? Yeah. Uh, you said I have an assumption nine. of what it is, but... Um, yeah, you don't know. You've not seen one in person or been around one, but you get the general idea that it allows you to store spells in it. Okay. Um, but yeah, and, that's not all you really know. Yeah, I guess non, I don't know, like, is me having this, like, a big deal? And she says, well, it's quite pricey, Jim, if you find the right, right person looking for it. Okay. So how much would a gem like this go for in the market? Uh, <laughs> one minute, and she... Turns around, starts looking through a book, pages through for a few minutes, kind of like, you know, see her finger going down the list of items, and she's like, ah, um, so the gem itself would go for about 5,000 gold pieces. I look at Elamir, and I'm like, that's a lot of coin. I'd like to retire. (laughs) (laughs) It's been fun, guys. (laughs) But then I'm like, maybe... Levy would benefit from something like this since he does have all the magics. She says, well, the gem by itself can't really do a whole lot. It, uh, you need a master jewel crafter who is able to form it, as well as an enchanter who can form it in the proper way so that it can become a, um... Part of the part of a ring of spell storing, the gem itself, while certainly magical, can't do much. It's just, you know, it's something that someone would need if they wanted to create a ring of spell storing. As much as I would like to say, five thousand gold is a lot. Levy did find it, so I would feel wrong selling such item without his consent. Fair enough. Um. I uh, kind of greedily take it back and try to <laughs> hide it. Amber says, it sounds like a good idea. You don't want to uh, anger your new partners. Were you boys successful down there? 
Yes, we yeah. were. Well, that's certainly good to hear. As you see, we bring rewards that we collected. <laughs> She's like, well, perhaps I will see you around more often. Don't ever... Um, always feel welcome to stop by. Don't hesitate to visit us. As they... She's like, is there anything else you need from us today? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so at the moment. We're just waiting for our partner to finish the report before we're official hires of the Goblin Gazette. She says, all right, well, if you don't mind, um, we just need to get the shop prepared for any other um, Goblin Gazetters who may be making their way and asking questions or need to purchase something. Thank you for your time. We'll leave you to it. So, all right, have a great day. And you see her kind of start... You know, going through some books as Oscar, you hear him hammering in the background. Just ting, ting. Um, all right, I, what do you like to do? I'm gonna. He- uh, I would like to head to where Levy's at and check if if see he if he's been if he's done writing the uh, amazing report that he was working on. <laughs> Still writing. Yeah, so it's been about 15 minutes since he started. So you guys are welcome Damn. to wait. You can. You're welcome to wait for him if you want. It's just not gonna take super long. Yeah, I'm going to sit outside the room and I'm just going to be like, I'll be waiting out here okay. whenever you're done. Thank you. you wanting to wait as well? Can I go back to the town square and maybe try to like observe the area where the grate was and just see if I see anything suspicious? Sure, you're welcome to do that. Alright, so do you... Do I see him walking out? I, um... I tell Steel Scar that I'm going to see if I can check out so, yes, the great you know so he knows where I'm at would you like back up with that in case uh, if anything goes down um, I'm thinking this is probably more of a stealth operation at the moment <laughs> just a recon you can yeah. come if you want no, I'm not planning I, on fighting I, anybody I would probably blow your cover so <laughs> I'm not going to risk it you could shop if you wanted to I could shop you're right uh, I'm going <laughs> to tell everyone like Peace. I'm gonna go shopping. <laughs> Shop till you drop. There you go. So yeah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna walk directly next to Elamir. I'll let him exit first, and then I'll just like follow at a distance to not okay. look that we're like walking together. All right, Elamir, go ahead and roll a stealth check. These rolls, man. Um, an eleven. Eleven. Okay. So you, um, as you guys are seeing some of the. Street vendors are opening up shop. People are starting to, you know, exit the taverns and inns and houses nearby to begin their shopping for the day. Um, you kind of make your way. Are you trying to be hide and kind of like plain sight, kind of like sitting on the bench watching, or are you wanting to like completely hide yourself? Since the grate's kind of in the woods, I would mm-hmm. like to sneak into the woods if possible. Okay. All right. Well, did you? Are you a are you a wood elf? Don't you get something? What is it? You're trying to hide in woods. Um, you already I already had your roll though, so unless it's like giving you advantage or something, it's not going to change the roll. I don't think you get that. I think it's like you can hide around slightly obscuring trees or something. Yeah, mask of the wild. Yeah, what is you're going to attempt to hide even when you are lightly obscured. Okay. Um, yeah, so you rolled a 12, you said, or is 11? 11. Okay, so you head in, so Steel Scar, you see as Elamir kind of disappears into the woods. 
or not the woods, but you know the trees nearby. Um, and so you kind of yeah. set up, kind of waiting there for a little bit. Elamir. Um, While well, he's doing that, what to do? I wanna, I wanna know: is there anything like a, like a mail service in this town? Uh, you could inquire. You don't know, but you could certainly ask. Yeah, I wanna. I wanna. Uh, while he's doing that, I wanna ask around like the where all the shops are at and see if uh, if there's anybody that like if there's like a courier service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you ask around for a few minutes. Eventually, get pointed to a uh, small shop over in uh, what's it called? Jonan's Walk, which is near the entrance to the city of Esserim. Um, it's a Jonan's small... Walk. Jonan's Walk, yes. So All right. I can oh I can show you on ha <laughs> Oh you you even have this prepared. Oh yeah, dude. I made the whole town. This is wow. Jonan's Walk over here. Right over here. Making my way downtown. There we go. So this is Jonan's Walk, and so you make your way over to a small building right here. Um, it's just got, you see like the picture of like an owl, or not an owl, yeah, an owl on the outside. Um, and you see, it just says like, Korean courier service. I walk in. Right. Is it open? It does For business? Be open. Yeah, so you make I your way in. inside. Um, as you enter in, you see kind of a, an older man sitting at a desk. Um, you can hear in the back kind of like birds kind of fluttering and moving about um and you as you walk in he looks up he says oh well how can i help you today oh good morning sir i wanted to i wanted to know if i could get like a a small box where i can send that i can have shipped out says we we might be able to help you with that um how big of a box are you looking for Nothing too big. I just want to throw a few like knickknacks. Maybe throw in items that are like button sized or stuff like that. Nothing, nothing super big or super heavy. Right. So you see him kind of like pull out a a tome as he kind of starts to go through it, and he's like, "All right, I think I know exactly what you're looking for. Um, and what will you be shipping?" Uh, two things. I'm gonna be shipping. Uh, I want. I want currency and a letter and a letter delivered to my father. Okay, and where will this be going? This will be going. It's going to a small town at the outskirts of. Do you remember? Uh, wood Woodpine. <laughs> Woodpine. Yeah, Woodpine. It's like right at the outskirts of the town. I think I think you were. I think you mean Shang, is where you're from. Isn't that where I trained? Is that what it was? Yes, that's where I trained, and Woodpine is where I'm originally from. Okay. Yep, you're right. All right, so you're going to send it to Woodpine. All right. Yep. Cool. Sorry. I was trying to remember. Um, he's like... Arthur, you're revealing too much of my story to these guys. That was my bad. It's all good. <laughs> he's like, all right, I can um, get it sent over to Woodpine for you. That's, uh, and he, like, kind of, like, goes through his ledger, and he looks for a few minutes, and he's like, All right, that will be, uh, 30 gold to get it delivered to Woodpine. Yes, uh, all right. So, I do, I, does he give me the box? 
Uh, it, yeah, so he kind of pulls out a, goes to the back room, you see him come back with a small box, and he kind of pushes it towards you. All right, so um, I pay him the thirty, pay him the thirty gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to my gold area, gotta so I can fix that. I I deposit, I give him the thirty gold, and then in the box itself, I'm gonna uh, drop a hundred gold pieces and the letter. Okay. And. Once I seal it up and everything, I'm on the top of the box. I will write the name uh, Joseph Mir. All right. To, from, and then I'll write my name. Okay. Uh, Samuel Mir. All right. So you fill that out, hand it back to the man, and he's like, "All right, we will get this shipped out on the next delivery." Yeah, uh, it is a. Uh, you cannot miss it. It is. It is the little ranch where you'll find a lot of uh, a lot of war pups being trained for the military. Hard to uh, hard to miss. I'll, I'll make a special note of that. It kind of bids you a good day. I'm in good day, doing. I uh, and then I head back to the where all the shops were at where. Uh, where I was uh, chilling with Elamir okay. before he disappeared on me. All right. Um, so, Elamir, go ahead and roll a perception check. Just see what you see. Twenty-five. Sorry. Twenty-five. Ooh. Wow. All right. So, um, you have been keeping an eye out. Uh, you see a lot of stuff. You see a lot of the traders, you know, opening up carts, or, um, sorry, crates getting their goods for the day out as they, you know, get them on their um, merchant carts that they have. You see a lot, there are a lot of people here, and as, you know, the morning's going, you're seeing more and more people um, making their way over here. Um, you're not seeing a, anyone really making their way toward the grate to do anything, um, but, again, you do see a lot of shops, um, you do see um, just a lot of people. Nothing in particular stands out to you. Okay. Um, do I see any specific potion merchants? Um, from where you're sitting in the woods, you can't quite see all the shops, but you are welcome to kind of make your way around town to see what is there. Okay. I'll bust out and walk around the block all right so you walk around and you see um you see a few potion shops um or i should say a few potion gosh i can't talk a few potion um merchant carts as well as a larger potion shop right over here called uh so the potion shop is called toadstool alchemy um, but the merchant core, um, God, I cannot talk tonight, guys. The merchant carts you see, you see about two of them that are also selling potions. Okay, um, I'd like to check out one of the carts and just, um, kind of ask and see what they sell in a general sense. Maybe, I, I guess, to be nonchalant, I'll ask them how much their healing potions are, but then seeing if I can scope out any of the fire-breathing or growth potions just to see if I can maybe get an idea of who these belong to. Sure. Give me one second to look up. 
price on those. So you can actually give you the proper price. Alright, so um, so you walk up to one of the alchemy stations and uh, you see a younger woman. She has kind of dark hair, black hair um, as you approach and she's wearing kind of a dark red undress and as you get closer she's like, welcome, welcome. What are you looking for? Is there anything I can help you with today? Um, just sort of shopping. Um, do you have a health potion by chance? She's, I actually have two health potions, just potions of healing. Is that what you were looking for? Yes, yes. Um, and how many did you need? Just one or two? Um, just one. Okay, uh, that will be 50 gold pieces. <coughs> 50 gold. <coughs> oh, okay. I'm a little poor, so... <laughs> is that the lowest you can go? Uh, she kind of like gives you an eye for a second and um, you can certainly roll a persuasion check to see if you can change her mind yes good luck uh, 17 17 she kind of yes. looks you over for a minute um, kind of looking at your gear um, and then says I could probably come down to about 40 gold pieces. Um... Hmm... You know what? I, I got somebody else. Um, I, I think I'll have to come back. Um, don't have all my money on me at the moment. Alright, well, I'll be waiting for you here as you see <laughs> it turn around. Um, roll a perception check real quick. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so as you see her turn around, uh, she kind of opens up the crate that she has a bunch of potions in, um, but you're not really able to make out what kind of potions. You can just kind of see the tops of them in the crate. Okay. Um, I guess just curiously, um, I'll tell her... Um, you know, I, I, I might make my way back. Um, I'm going on quite a long journey um, and I need to deliver some specific goods to some friends far away um, do you by chance have a um, potion of was it giant's potion potion of growth potion of growth we have uh, what what he said last week was we had four potions of healing two giant strength one fire resistance and then the two that he uh, four that he mentioned today Okay. And he did I'll ask about that. the growth and just okay. see if she's... Uh, she, so she looks in her crate and she's like, no, it doesn't look like I have any of those today. Um, and then I ask her, is that hard to come by or is it a pretty common potion? Um, it's a great question for the DM. <laughs> come on, DM. I thought you were ready for everything. I'm just, I'm just like, I guess the, to tell you, I'm just trying to get a sense of like if what we found is like really rare or if it's just like a scattered potion. Gotcha. Um, you do think that Amber probably could tell you the price if you wanted to know. Um, no, it's, it's more I'm trying to find out the uniqueness of it. Like how much it costs or you just want to know the uniqueness of it? Uh, so it's, it's an uncommon potion. 
what okay. you... So not everybody would have it. It's, yeah. It's not just something... I guess my... my yeah, Basically, my point is if we can find out who who ditched it based on, you know, if the little vendors don't have it, then maybe the big one is who I need to go look at in the future. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, but that'll be all for now. Okay. Um, I guess I'll meet back up with Steel Scar. All right. Yeah, I was about to say, I was going to say, so at this point, Levy, you are done with your report. Um, and were you guys making your way back to the Goblin Gazette? Yeah, I'm, so? I'm, I'm basically just walking up the street and I... Do I see him talking to this lady as I'm, like, basically walking back to the spot? Uh, yeah, you see him walk, talking to the lady, but looks like the conversation has wrapped up as he starts making his way back toward the goblin. Okay. No, no, that's fine. I, I wanted to find him, like, if he was at the end of a conversation and just tell him, should we go uh, meet up with Levy, see if he's done? I think that sounds like a great plan. All right, so you guys head back toward the Goblin Gazette. Uh, Levy, as you finish up writing, you look it over, this masterpiece of a <laughs> report. Uh, and you proudly march it over to... Are you wanting to give it to Grogard right now? Uh, I'm going to give it to, to my uh, my party first and be like, hey, guys, what do you think? Okay. Anything right, in so, here you want to so you, take out? You finish up, but you want to wait for them to get back. So you eventually yeah. see, see Steel Scar and Elamir come walking up the steps. Um... You guys see Levy standing there with a piece of parchment in his hands. Are you finished? Yeah, I think I'm done. I just wanted to see if you wanted, if you guys wanted to give it a look over in case I included anything that you prefer not be uh, to not be said. Sure, reading is my specialty. <laughs> I can read it to you if you'd like. <laughs> Do you actually I have mean, a report? Did you write it out? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I, mean, I suck at writing. Do you want to read it to him, or you want him to write it? You want him to read it. What would you like to do? We we can read it. Oh. We can read it together. There you go. Okay, so yeah. you guys go into the room. You sit down, read it over. Um, Steel Scar, are you having both of them look it over, or just Steel Scar? Both of them. I I, okay. I mean I I wanted to have both of them look yeah, at so it. Yeah. So whoever wants to read it, look it over. Both uh, roll an intelligence check. Exactly. <laughs> So I'm going to be reading it with them. Yeah, so so should I roll one then? Uh, no, you're good. You've already okay. rolled it. <laughs> I got a 15. Elamir got a 15. I, I got a zero. You got a zero. <laughs> you're holding that one. <laughs> Steel Scar. It, looks, it is the greatest It is the greatest piece of parchment you have read. I, I look at uh, Levin like, this, this is a masterpiece. <laughs> Amazing oh. work. I could never write something as good as this. Never. Uh, as that is happening, Elamir, you read it over and you just kind of shudder at certain points at just some of the grammars off, the wording's wrong. Um, some things are in there that maybe didn't actually happen, but <laughs> clear, clearly embellished. Um, would you like to share this information with him or... Yeah, um, I, I guess I'll, I'll kind of go into the room he was in and be like, I'm just going to make some quick adjustments. <laughs> I, I, I look at Elamir and I'm like, what do you want adjustments for? <laughs> I, I think is it's amazing. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, it's totally fine. Criticism builds a better product. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I, I have some experience with writing myself, so... Um, As do I. 
I guess I guess it is Levy's paper, so if he thinks that you can write on it, All right. just uh, finishing polish. Alright, so Elmir, go ahead and roll a performance check. Oof. <laughs> a, oh, nine. a nine. Hey, that's better than a six or it's whatever. <laughs> seven total. Seven total. Seven. All right. Uh, so, Elamir, you go in there, just make a few changes here and there. Um, you know, erasing things as you think you'd be able to <laughs> on a piece of parchment. Um, <laughs> so you do that. Uh, come back out. You think it looks better than it started. I do want to say that it took me a little longer than expected to, to read, read it. through it. Yeah. <laughs> like, Levy, I had, was, Levy was reading through it with you, and he finished yeah. twice the time. He was just... He was I was, I, I was, was, I, was like, I, I was just, like, looking at Levy like, what does this word say? <laughs> what about uh, this word? It says the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, SpongeBob. All right, there you go. All right, so you guys are so Elmir, you go back, hand it over to El, uh, Levy. You want to yep. turn this in? Uh, yeah, uh, might as well. It's gonna get. It's as good as it's gonna <laughs> get at the moment. All right, so you uh, walk over. Um, mention to Sharon that you guys would have a report for Groggard. She tells you to go ahead and head inside. Um, he takes the report. He's like, "Good, I'm." Eager to look this over, and he kind of takes a few minutes to read through it. As as he, as he as he gets that piece of paper, I tell him, "You will not be disappointed, Chief. It is a masterpiece." <laughs> oh God, I'm just like gonna palm my face because I'm just like, oh, I I, 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 I know I'm nervous. <laughs> I I know I know it could use. It's not my best work. <laughs> I know uh, I'm just I'm I'm like praising it. I'm like truly a work of a genius here. <laughs> All right, so Grogger looks it over for a few minutes. Um, you know, you see his eyebrows go up at times, and he kind of <laughs> scrunches his eyebrows at other times, and um, he gets to the end, and he goes, Well, you boys certainly got the job done. Um, Levy, maybe we could uh, work a little bit on your writing skills, but I'm happy with uh, the finished product. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Sorry about that. I might have been a little nervous. Uh, he's like, all right, well, I believe I owe you boys something. Uh, so you watch as he um, first pulls out a small sack, uh, which kind of jingles as he pulls it out. And he sets it down in front of you guys. Uh, and he goes, first, here is the payment for the assignment. 500 gold, like we agreed upon. Um, and then you see him uh, pull out three pieces of parchment, which he then slides in front of each of you. And he's like, and these are your contracts to accept your position uh, working for the Goblin Gazette. Um, and basically, just at a quick glance, the contract talks about uh, that you guys will be working for the Goblin Gazette, that you can't hold them liable for any injuries or fines that they must pay during their work. Uh, they also promise to not besmirch the Goblin Gazette name, understanding that you represent the company. Um, is there any, uh, is, can I see any, like, hidden fine print or anything? Uh, you can make a perception check if you'd like. Sure. Um, and while you're doing that, he does say, I should note um, that we did have to pull out some gold 
as we're gonna have to pay for that cube that you guys killed. Uh, so your official payment is 350 gold for this job. Ooh, those cubes are expensive. Yes, not easy to get a hold of these <clears> things. Uh, be careful next time. Yeah, so, we probably wouldn't be able to figure out what was going on without killing it. There's, there was really no getting around it, unfortunately. So I read this contract over. I got a twenty, uh, by the way. You got twenty. Yeah. Okay, let me. So you don't. It's a pretty simple contract. You don't see anything that sticks out to you, other than, you know, that you can't hold them liable for damages or fines or something like that. But that, basically, whatever you guys do while you're out there, you have to take care of it yourself. So as, as I read it through, I look up at uh, at oh she was uh Gregor and I'm like, why is this contract very similar to what the military contracts are? And he's like, well, I would know a military contract. Like, I've never I seen a military contract, so I wouldn't know that. Well, um, I've seen one, I've signed one, and they sound pretty similar to me. Is that a bad thing? Depends. If you get in trouble, it could be. <laughs> He's like, well, we're just trying to protect the company here. Uh, we will certainly support you guys and have your backs, but if you, oh, I don't know, say kill a gelatinous cube that was purchased by the city to keep the sewers clean, um, then that's something that you are going to have to pay for. Do the people in this town know that the city buys gelatinous cubes for protection? It's like, I don't know if the everyday common folk know that, but the sewers aren't something that someone just goes exploring in their free time. It is blocked for a reason. Usually there's not a guard presence, but no one just goes wandering through the sewers on their own, typically. What if you dropped a, a coin down? Well, it's like there is, there are precautions to ensure the cubes can't get out, but yeah, you usually just don't go wandering through the sewers. It's true. It's a controversial topic right now. It's like, okay. Well, are you boys gonna sign those contracts? Yeah, I'll sign it. I sign it. I sign. I Aren't signed my life ink away. or blood? <laughs> Just ink. No need for okay. blood. Alright, so you guys I sign the contracts? I signed yeah. my life away. There you go. Um, see, you signed the contracts. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> and he kind of collects them. You know, taps them on the desk to straighten them out and says, Well, it's good to have you boys working for the Goblin Gazette as he reaches out his arm. To shake each of your hands. He's like, welcome I, to the company. I give him a very firm and strong, overpowering handshake. <laughs> All right, you grip his big, meaty, gray hand. Very With firmly. my big, meaty, brownish hand. Armored hand, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, he goes, well, now that you are employees of the Goblin Gazette... A um, few things I want to mention. You can get free lodging at the Balding Bard. Um, Sweet. Which is right next door. I'm not sure where you guys stayed last night. Uh, the Balding Bard. Oh, well, perfect. 
you know exactly where it is then. Harry's a fantastic uh, owner. I would recommend him to anybody. Uh, you do have to pay for your food and drink, though. So you mean to tell me we could have slept there for free last night? Yes, I was here waiting for you guys. I didn't know when you'd get back, but I didn't see you, so I head home for the night. We were smelly. We were smelly. I didn't have a report. We wouldn't have been able to write a report then. I probably still would have rolled a one. Because it over at you for a second. Uh, he's like, well, anyways, um, you do have to still pay for food and drink. Um, also, uh, you can take out a loan with us, up to a thousand gold, if you need to purchase anything. Supplies for an upcoming assignment. Um, maybe items from Amber and Oscar downstairs. Uh, but up to a thousand gold is the limit. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, how would we get what assignments? Now? And then, um, well, actually, when do I get those... one of those, uh, oh, he's like, those, oh. those books? He, like, kind of reaches into his desk and he pulls out this tome that he hands over to you, Levy. Uh, so what you can see on it is you see the Goblin Gazette logo on it. It's kind of GG. It's kind of got this light purple kind of cover to it. And as you open it up, the pages are just blank. Um, and the Grogard tells you, uh, so this is how you will be sending in your reports to me when you're out in the field. Basically what you do, write in your book there what your report is, and, and he reaches into his desk, pulls out another book, he says it will show up in this book right here where I can take a look at it. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, who made these? He's like, um... Amber actually did. It's an invention of hers. Oh, it's fantastic. I'll have to talk to her about it. That sounds sounds very interesting type of magic. She she is a very bright woman. Ah, 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 ah. I get it. Ah. <laughs> no one Thanks. else got it. It's okay. No, I got Steel it. Scar I just... Steel Scar is a blank expression. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm like... It... I don't get it. There you go. Um, Amber. All right, so he goes... Amber me. <laughs> Fire, right? He kind of glances over. He's like, uh, if you're looking for an assignment, we actually have one. If you're ready. What do you guys say? Um, I guess, does he care more to find out about the rest of the potions? Or do we um, feel like we're good for now? So, from your conversation with him before... He seemed to have only been interested in what was going on, um, and from your conversations with Captain Doring, Grogger said he was probably going to pay him a visit to see what was going on. Okay. So, so could you? Would it be safe to assume that if we were to take on this task, it would be unpaid again? Yeah. So basically, you've done your job. If you want to look into it more for your own reasons or maybe you want a follow-up report or something about it you could do that but he's not offering it as an assignment and from his perspective your contract has been fulfilled he discovered what was going on in the sewers um all right and that was part that was the job well i'm just the muscle here guys so wherever you guys decide decide to go um i'll follow suit yeah 
Um, what else you got? All right, so you want to accept the next assignment? Yep, that sounds good. Yes, I right. agree. So, let me see where I am here. All right, so basically, he takes a seat. Um, he leans back in his chair. He's like, so last night, um, or I should say this morning, a beggar was found killed over in Sun's Rise. Um, as terrible as it may sound, the death of a beggar is not newsworthy in town, but a murder is. And this beggar was certainly murdered. Um, I don't know the specifics. I haven't made my way over there, but from what I understand, his body was found this morning, and there's currently an ongoing investigation going on into what happened to him. Ah, oh, do you happen to know who's uh, leading this investigation? Uh, well, it would be the town guard. Okay. Our, Our good domestic. friend Lucas? I don't, I don't know. Well, Lucas is the captain of the guard. He isn't... He's more the guy in charge. He's not, um... Typically the guy on the ground doing the work. If that... He might be able to point us in the right direction if we wanted sense. to go see him, but... I also feel that we might be getting too close into guard business then, and... Yeah, so he says, well, yeah, he's like... Lucas Lucas is a good man, um, but he is a man by the books um, and a man of order and law. Uh, and while he does seem to have the city's heart, or best interests at heart, I'm sure from his perspective, the guards are doing their best and um, might not be willing to give you guys very much information on this investigation. I say nothing. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yep. Um, we, we'll, we'll go explore and see what we can turn up. And, uh, might exactly. be able to find something. All right. Well, um, first, so your assignment will be to figure out what you can about this murder. What information. Again, I only know that there's a murder. I don't know what the specifics are, who it was, how they were killed. I don't know any of that information. Um, maybe you could talk to some folks, see what they know. Um, and if you can gather any information about where the guards currently are in their investigation, do that. Um, and maybe if you're able to figure out some something else, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say figure out the murder, but see what you can find out. I'm sure people would love to know what's going on. Sounds great. And if one thing leads to another, should we follow those leads to, if we say, get ahead of the guards? and are finding more things. Should we come back here first with that information, uh, or should we go to the guards? He kind of winks at you, and he's like, whatever you think would make a great story. Very well. Are there any um, known uh, kind of like people in town that might have a good idea of what's going on? Some some whispers or whatnot. He says, um, well, unfortunately, I don't make myself way over to Sun's Rise very often. Um, a lot of poorer folk over there. Um, but so unfortunately, no, I don't know of anyone. I'm sure you could maybe poke your head in some of the taverns around town or speak to some people, but no, I don't have anyone in specific you could talk to. Sun's Rise is a whole different city, right? Uh, no, Sunrise is, is just a district here in Esserim. Alright, well, 
I guess we got a lot of work yeah, cut out so first. Yeah, so here I can show you where Sun's Rise is. Sun's Rise is over here. This area of town. Oh, because the bridge makes it look like a freaking circle. The what? <laughs> that bridge makes it looks like makes it look like a sun. I don't know. I'm t I'm taking the <laughs> guess. <you> <laughs> The part of the town where the sun rises in the morning <laughs> over. That's your best guess as to why it's called Sunrise. Um, but yeah, so sure. You you guys know where Sunrise is, but you've you've not visited it. Um, you could roll actually roll a history check to see what you know about Sunrise. All and of them. You can all roll, yeah. I crit. Oh. Did you say you crit <laughs> or you crit? I crit. <laughs> oh, you crit. Okay. You said history? I, yes. Oh, nice. I got a six. Okay. I got a, I got a zero again. Oh my god. So my twenty-one will do. Uh, you, I mean, to be fair, Steel Scar thought Sun's Rise was a completely different city, so exactly. He still yeah, makes sense. <laughs> uh, all right, so Levy, you're not exactly. You've not really made your way over there. Um, what did you get, Elmir? Twenty-one. Okay, twenty-one. Okay, so. You've kept your ear to the ground, listened to people. Um, so what you know about Sun's Rise is that, as Grogard said, it is kind of the poorer district of town. Um, a lot of the people over there... So Esram itself is very much a mercantile town. Trade is the main way that they do a lot of their stuff. So you see a lot of shops. You see a lot of wealth being traded between hands. But Sun's Rise is where a lot of the people who do kind of the dirtier jobs live, the people who are running the mills or, um, you know, the people who are working on the docks and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, before we head over, I'd like to go talk with Amber for a bit. Okay. That's all right. So you... Oh, I'll so follow him. Can we, uh, I'd like to thank, uh, Grogum and just, like, uh, tell him that he'll hear from us soon. Okay. Alright, Grogger's like, good luck. Looking forward to seeing what you guys can find. Did he give him the tablet that he promised him? Yeah, the what? book. The yeah, book, the, the tome. The tome, yeah. there you yeah. go. Yeah, so there's a tome that Levy has and there's a tome that Grogger has. Whatever Levy writes in his tome shows up in Grogger's tome. I message, interesting. Yeah, I kind of want to also go ask uh, Amber a little bit more about it. Um, and see, you know, if there's any any interesting features. You know, can I do emojis and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I you follow. Make, you make your way downstairs to talk to Amber. Um, she seems to be busy reading through some tomes. Um, as you can hear, Oscar in the back rummaging through some stuff. She doesn't see you. She's looking at her tome. Hey, Amber. How's it going? He's like, oh, good morning. How are you doing today? We're hired. I have a job. She's like, oh, that's wonderful news. As she, like, claps her hands. She's like, that means I'll be getting to work more with you boys. Yep, it'd be great. Um, I ended up, uh, I got one of your books that you made. Um, fascinated by it. I was wondering if you might be able to tell me a little bit more about it. Ah, yes, my books of messaging. What can I, What information are you looking for? Oh, just kind of, you know, what inspired you to make it and, you know, like, kind of like how you make it. Like, what do you do? Do you just enchant a book or does it just, and it's here or like, what do you, like, 
I'm interested. <laughs> She's like being being a being a scholarly man myself. I'd, <laughs> I'd I'd like to you know talk to you about it. She's like, well, yes. Yeah, so it is a design of my own invention. Um, the way it works, I'm sure Grogard might have explained it to you. Whatever you write in one book appears in the other. Um, the reason I came up with it was mainly because it was something that uh, Grogard, when he had pitched the idea of the Goblin Gazette to us, how we could overcome some of the problems that may arise with communicating with um, our workers out in the fields. Um, I guess I also had another question about it. So if I erase something in the book, does it also erase it in his? Yeah, so basically it uh, is instantaneous. Whatever, it's not that it sends it, but whatever you see, you write in your book appears in his book at that moment. Okay, cool. So does it work both ways, too? Could he, like, make a note in the book and we see it? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's... That's fantastic to know. The only, um, uh, the only thing that's difficult about it is there's no way to notify the person that something's been written in it. That that that's fine. That's fine. Um, I mean, so one of the things so, Gregor does in the morning is go through all the tomes to see if he has any reports waiting. Uh, about uh, about how many field agents do you know? How many are out there? She goes, uh, we have a few. I unfortunately don't know the exact amount. We have quite a few teams, um, probably about a dozen or so out in the field, and then some single reporters as well. Oh, wow. Doing this solo, that sounds that sounds rough. So I guess, uh, you know, some people prefer it that way. Others, the job doesn't require a full team. Um, and then I guess uh, I guess I have one more question for you. Um, so I was wondering, I was looking to brush up on some of my magical spells a bit. Uh, do you happen to know where I'd be able to like maybe even get some training or like practice for a bit? Uh, what kind of training are you looking for specifically? Well, I'm kind of looking to learn uh, maybe a few new tricks or something because I'm. I feel like doing this kind of work, I, I could use I could use a little bit different skill set from what I'm doing now. Maybe uh, maybe learn something new in the, in the meantime. Did you have a specific spell in mind? <sighs> I had a couple. Um, one that I was really looking at, I was, I was like, man, I would really, really wish I could use some, uh, some fairy fire. Don't have that on me anymore. So I'm just like, ah, wish I could learn that one. <laughs> um, there's a... Uh, Maybe also something a little bit more offensive. Needs needs some offensive abilities, but you know, just looking looking right now to see what I could get. Um, so she basically says, "Well, from my understanding of how your magic works, um, changing what you know is not very easy to do. It might be a laborious process." Yeah, potentially expensive for you. Um, if that's something you would be interested in, I could certainly find some information and see what I could get you. Yeah, that'd be great. If you could just like keep your ear to the ground or something and see uh, see what comes up. Certainly, I can do that for you. Great, thank you. And then um, I think that would be it. It was uh, lovely speaking with you. All right, you two have a lovely day, boys. Mer- 
On our way out, I hand out uh, 116 gold to each of them. That's the the prize money split up. Hot diggity. From the first job. The prize. Oh, I had the, the contract for the contract. Yeah, <laughs> like I, had, I had. I had. It was 116 gold with weight. six six silver and six copper. If you want to be technical. <laughs> My god, I'm sitting at 666 gold. Ah. Oh no! Uh oh, a demon appears before you. <laughs> uh, Alright, so what would you guys like to do after Elamir hands you your gold? Um, Gamble so it all the way. We probably would want to go talk outside more because I want to talk to him kind of about what they were investigating while I was writing. Okay. I see you guys head so. outside. The goblin is out onto the streets of. Um, the merchant quarter. Well, team, we did it. We're here. This is great. You guys do like the anchorman jump yeah. when they're all going to the yeah. suit store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, uh, so, uh, what'd you guys learn? Um, would you hear, uh, is that, what's that, what's that gem worth anything? And like, did you find out anything about the potions? Oh, so we have, besides the, uh, five potions that our DM messed up and gave us. <laughs> well, I just... Um, I told you, and you were going to yeah. get them. I told you what they were. Yeah, so... Um, uh, the uh, the the ones that we couldn't identify, Amber told us we had two potions of fire breathing and two potions of growth, and Elamir and I basically found out why that contraption beast bit out fire. Cool. Yep, um, the gym uh, Amber told us was an Arcanist gym. Wait, 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 what? Excuse yeah, me? An Arcanist gym. I, uh, I I just smile and nodded as she told me this, but that's what it is. <laughs> okay. So, uh, she said it's worth about 5,000 gold pieces. Yeah, that yeah that, that would make sense. I'll hand it back over to Levy, clearly seeing that he's... The well, yo, wait... What do you want me to, we don't want to sell it? I mean, we all found it together. I mean, we're all in this together. I mean, no. I, I'd be I'd be happy to keep this. Like, I, I, I eventually <laughs> be able to use it to make uh, one of those rings, the spell yeah. storing ring. She that, did mention something about some ring. I didn't catch the details, but spell maybe storing ring would know. be would be fantastic. Actually, um, might even help us in our journey. We could uh. We could maybe keep this and then hold on to it to see if we have it. I mean, I don't even have to be wearing that ring if we store a spell into it. Right. She did say we should find a jeweler. Yeah. yeah yep. Maybe we can find one in town. And a enchanter. I snooped around the, the grate at this point. I'm not sure if it's any nefarious work or if maybe just some lazy pollution, so... Keep our keep our ears out for the the source behind the the shamble shambling monster thing. Oh, DM, I have a question. This gem, yes, sir. Am I able to use it so I can cast identify? Are you able to cast identify on it? No, not identify. It's just like one of the materials, I guess. I guess no. I guess the material for identify is a pearl worth a hundred GP. Yes. Yeah. Cool. No, you won't be able to cast identify with it. Um. Yeah, no. Damn. But yeah, the the gem itself can't you can't store spells in the gem itself. You have to have basically someone has to make it. Oh no no, no yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that. Okay. 
No, I just I have identify learned and I can't use it on anything because I don't have the components. Uh, yeah. Shopping. I think. I I can't afford the components. Does it have Does it have the value component associated with it? Yeah, hundred GP. Okay. A hundred GP. Yeah. You're sitting at six six six. Yeah. You could you could use it if you wanted to, but yeah, no. Okay. No, yeah, you need a specific um, pearl, not a gem. This is like a ruby. Yeah, got it. So Ooh, it's red. It is deep red, and as you, as you actually look at it, you can see like bits of arcane energy kind of sparking inside of it that you couldn't see in the dark down in the sewers. Man, how did I miss this? Jeez, this is so obvious now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good with magic, so don't look at me. Apparently, I'm not either. Um, yeah, dude, we, sh shall we, we, we uh... So, we could go shopping, or we could um, head over to um, Sunrise District, I guess? Is that what it was? Sunrise, yeah. Sunrise, yeah. Yep. I have everything I need. Um, I could go grab a couple of things real quick, and so I'll probably just... I, I do want to get one of those gems in case I, or one of those pearls if I can. Okay. So I can identify anything that we come across. Yeah, I'll follow. I'll follow them if so they what, hit that way. You're looking for? You're looking for a pearl to be able to cast identify. Yeah. Okay. Let me look up if you have to actually have that. Because I know you can sometimes cast things without the um, the cost. Uh, you know what it is? It doesn't consume the pearl, so once you have it, you can yeah. use it. That's what it exactly. is. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, that's, that's expensive for a simple spell. No, mm -hmm. but it makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so you, um... Was there anything else, or you just wanted to buy a pearl? I just want to get the pearl so I can okay. actually use the spell you, if I have to. You make to. your way to a, um... jeweler shop. Um, one called Jezerite Jewels. As you enter in, Ooh. you see a dark-skinned man. His hair is pulled back. Um, and kind of these dreadlock-looking things. Uh, sorry, let me get the exact description. Um, he has bright blue eyes. He wears a blue vest, white shirt underneath. His pants are a dark black, and he has fine jewelry on his hands and his necks. And as you walk in, he's like, "Welcome, welcome. How may I help you today? Welcome to Jezerite Jewels." Hey, are you, uh, Jezrite? Uh, no, my name is Jylus, actually. Jylus? Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, I was wondering if I could get a, if I could get a pearl, you know. I am trying to use it to uh, be able to cast Identify, the Identify spell with. So, I'm looking for something a, a little bit pricey and can withstand, you know, some some uh, magical focus. So he puts up a finger and he's like, I know exactly what you're looking for. Give me just one second. And he, like, goes over to, like, a set of drawers. You see him, like, pulling out the different drawers until he finds what he's looking for. As he pulls out this small pearl, he's like, this pearl, I think, is exactly what you need. Oh, that'd be great. Is that all um, you'll be needing today? I guess not everything. So, would you be able to be cra would you be able to craft jewelry as well? Of course, I could craft jewelry. What exactly do you need done? 
Um, how about a ring of spell storing? I'm kind of like, I'm going to scratch yourself. I could certainly do a ring of spell storing, but uh, you would need an arcanist gem to be able to do that. Do you have the materials? Yeah, I was just wondering how much that would run me if I had the materials. Uh, give me one Let's just second. say hypothetically. Hypothetically. Just one Hypothetically. Look. One. Yeah. Take a look around. It says, well, I couldn't tell you how much the enchanting piece would cost of the work for a ring of spell storing, but for the uh, the gem to be cut to the proper size, and uh, for the ring itself, it would run you about 3,000 gold pieces. Gotcha. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, of course. Was there anything else that you could help you with today? Uh, how much? How much was this pearl? Um, the pearl so is one hundred gold pieces. Uh, would you? Uh, would you be able to give uh, me a discount? You know, seeing as I'll be probably coming back for future business as well. Kind of like eyes. You good? Normal perception or a persuasion check. Uh, don't suck. Bang. Got some cheapos. Oh gosh, what is it? It's common courtesy. Um, five and eleven. Eleven. He thinks for a moment. He goes, probably not today. But if you come back, maybe we can discount. I'll pay him a hundred gold. All right. So you pay him a hundred gold, and you have your your pearl. Cool. Right. Got Is a there pearl. anything else you boys want to do? I am um, done. I'm done? Yeah, right. I'm kind of... I don't really have anything else I need right now. I'm, I'm pretty good with that. Alright, well, um, we can say you guys want to head over to... Where you want to head over to Sunrise? What time of day is it at this point? It's, like, uh, it's yeah. probably about 9 o'clock in the morning at this point. Oh, snap. Okay, so yeah, I guess I guess we can head to Sun Sunrise... Suns rise is what it's called. Suns, suns rise. I did write suns rise as well. House of the rising sun. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's probably a good spot to wrap it up for tonight. As you guys head over to Suns Rise to gather more information on the murder that took place there. Yay. Cool. Mark Duck. I'll call out for a night. Sounds All good. Right. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Good I job, guys. We're gonna shoot for next Saturday as well trying to get that affiliate for the um, Twitch channel so thank you everyone who watched for the night uh, be sure to check us out on uh, Twitter our handle is at ADV with ADV um, one word us, yeah all one word follow us on Twitch if you haven't yet um, and hoping to get this over to YouTube soon and then pretty soon I'm going to try we have a Podbean account with everything up on it but I'm hoping to start pushing that out to all the podcast libraries so thank you very much everyone for stopping by thank you have a good night folks bye